Welcome to the TSO Podcast. I'm Kathleen Kajioka from the new Classical FM. Well, I was always dabbling in composition uh, here and there, just writing little things. That's TSO violinist Jim Wallenberg talking about life at the TSO. You'll hear more from him later in the show. But first, we bring you a tete-a-tete between TSO music director Peter Ungen and superstar pianist Emmanuel Axe. Axe is back with the TSO to play Mozart on January 13th and 14th. He sat down with Peter Ungen to discuss a life devoted to music. Take a listen. Manny, we're so happy to have you in town, really. A great friend, winner of uh, seven Grammy Awards, and uh, wow. truly one of the greatest concert pianists <laughs> of our time. Welcome to Toronto. You're so nice to say so. Thank you. Well, take me back. You're 10 years old. You have arrived <laughs> from Poland to uh, Winnipeg, of all places. To Winnipeg, yes. Not quite sure how that yes. happened. Uh, you're a young pianist uh, already? Not really. I'm just studying the piano like all other kids. And, and how was life? How was that adjustment? Oh, it was culture shock for, for all of us, but maybe more for me, uh, because I had never seen technology before. Like, uh, you've been cell phones? No, I'm teasing you. <laughs> We it it I I think people don't realize what what life behind the Iron Curtain in 1960 was like. Absolutely. So no when idea. we arrived in Winnipeg, uh, I saw all the cars with tail fins, which were of course absolutely uh, space age things for me. And and how was your English? Uh, pretty point? pretty non-existent actually. So the piano played a major role though for you in those first couple of years when you were in Winnipeg. Sure sure I I was practicing, you know, as, as a little kid, and I guess a fairly talented little kid. Uh, they had these competitions, which they still have, I think, in Canada. And, Absolutely. And I did, I did well in the 18 and under category. At the age of 11. At the age of 11. Yes. So right. I guess people thought, yes, you should probably continue with the piano. Right. And then you, you arrived at Juilliard just a couple of years later. Yeah, mainly because my parents just had to move to New York. My dad looked for work and, and was having trouble finding work in Winnipeg. He was a speech and voice therapist. Uh-huh. At the time, a very new field. Of course. No work really to be had. Uh, you had to go to a big city. And we wound up going there. Uh, Another and, and culture I, shock. Uh, yes, yes. Right. That, well, was, that was quite a change as well. I'm sure. And so the, the big city in the, in the 60s, uh, yeah. very exciting time. And I wound up going to Juilliard Prep. Right, uh, and who was I, your teacher? Well, I started with, with a lovely lady named Jane Carlson. And a couple of years later, uh, transferred to a, an old Polish gentleman, Mieczysław Muntz. Mm-hmm. who was sort of of the vintage of Rachmaninoff and Hoffman and that, that era. And taught you in Polish, probably. Uh, taught me in Polish, yeah. yes. Uh, was was a very, very tough taskmaster, which I, I think in, in many ways was good for me because I was, I was physically lazy. Uh-huh. And, and he, made me, he made me practice correctly, which I think was a very good thing. All these years later, now you're involved yourself, of course, in, in teaching. And uh, you know, yeah. We, yeah, and, yeah, and we always love to talk about teaching. Uh, that oh, you know, we love to teach because we learn so much, and mm. people uh, sometimes find that a little magnanimous and disingenuous. But in actual fact, there's a lot of truth to it, is there not? Oh well, actually, today, the level of of playing is so phenomenal that I don't really feel I teach any of of the kids I work with. I talk about music with them. You Which know, is they, fantastic. They for come them. for a lesson, and 
all I can do is say that's absolutely brilliant. Uh, have you thought of doing this? And and what about this whole issue of how we learn to be musicians? I mean, you went. If I'm not mistaken, didn't you also go to Colombia? I did. Yes. And and studied French. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And today, where there's so much competition to be the greatest pianist, just mechanically, or the greatest instrumentalist. Do people have enough time for other intellectual pursuits, do you find? I think, I think it is more difficult because the sheer level of brilliance and perfection today is uh, it's, it's indescribable. So is there a danger that, that, that music making is becoming too athletic and not enough of a reflection of people's other experiences in life? I, I don't really believe that. I, I'd like to think, and I certainly see enough examples, of people that are able to do both. Mm. I don't think the fact that someone plays brilliantly and flawlessly necessarily makes them stupid. <laughs> I, I think very often people are brilliant and flawless and also artistically very wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the performing and professional side, I think this is the most amazing time for piano playing I've ever seen. Interesting. And, I mean, that's I, I really do literally believe that. Manny, it's yeah. always such a great pleasure to have you here in the Toronto. The pleasure is all mine. Thank Fantastic. you. It's an honor and a delight. Thank you. That was TSO Music Director Peter Ungen in conversation with Emmanuel Axe. Catch Axe performing with the TSO on January 13th and 14th. You're listening to the TSO Podcast. Stay with us. Jim Wallenberg has been a member of the TSO Violin Section since 1978. He began studying violin with his mother at the age of nine and received his Master's of Music in Violin Performance from Yale. Later this month, he performs his Sonata for Violin and Piano. That's on January 23rd as part of the Five Small Concert Series by the Associates of the TSO. Jim Wallenberg joins us in studio. Jim, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Great so tell, to be here. Tell us about this program coming up. Well, I always like to have a theme to my uh, shows that I do. And last year I did a concert on um, composers with synesthesia, classical composers. And this year I decided to do a sort of birthday anniversary theme. So the main piece on the program is the huge uh, Elgar Piano Quintet. Elgar born in 1857, so this would be the 160th anniversary of his birth. Before intermission, we're going to do about 15 short variations on the theme of Happy Birthday by a German composer named Peter Heydrich. And the first piece on the program is a sonata that I wrote for my mother's 60th birthday in 1973. And it was basically called Movement for Violin and Piano. However, 10 years later, uh, when she turned 70, I wrote what's called Fiddler's Birthday, and it was the last movement, became the last movement of the sonata, so I'm honoring her with this movement. <laughs> what a great idea. Yeah, and the slow movement came sometime after that, so it's now a three-movement sonata. So, Jim, were you composing previously to your mother's 60th birthday, or was that sort of the inspiration to get you started? Well, I was always dabbling in composition uh, here and there, just writing little things at home. And then when I was at Ithaca College for my undergraduate in music education, I studied composition with a Czech composer named Karl Husa. And he had me listen to Bartok uh, in particular. And uh, so some of my music is sort of a combination of Bartok, Prokofiev, that kind of uh, uh, style. But uh, I always liked doing little bits of comp composition, mostly for strings and piano, not really much for winds or brass. Mm -hmm. 
Amazing to find time for that when you're busy with the TSO, which you've been with for almost 40 years. Right. Uh, do you have some particularly favorite memories over your time there? Too many memories. Um, after getting in in 1978 and playing four years in Massey Hall, uh, moving into the new hall for us, uh, Roy Thompson Hall, one of the most incredible concerts was in 1986 called The Great Gathering. And this was uh, honoring Walter Homburger, our general manager, his retirement. And it had a cavalcade of stars, uh, including Murray Pariah, uh, Pinchas Zuckerman, Isaac Stern, uh, Rostropovich, uh, Jean-Pierre Rampal, Yo-Yo Ma, conductors Andrew Davis, uh, Sergio Zauer, Elmer Eisler. And it was it was just a phenomenal, phenomenal concert. Um, all these people in one concert. All these people How do in they one manage concert. that? Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, we also did a combination concert with the Israel Philharmonic playing uh, Berlioz Symphony Fantastique. The Israel Philharmonic uh, did a piece, then the Toronto Symphony did a piece, and then the second half they combined forces. I think I remember that one. Zubin, I think I was there. Zubin uh. Mehta conducted that. Uh, all the tours that we did in 1987, the Northern Tour to Inuvik, Whitehorse, and Tuktoyaktuk, our 1988 Olympics Tour in Calgary, the 1990 Far East Tour with uh, Gunther Herbig where we went to Singapore and Taipei, Tokyo, and four cities in Australia, all the European tours. We're excited, of course, in May to be going to Europe and Israel. Exactly. TSO. Yeah. What other things coming up in our in the remainder of our season are you really excited about? I'm looking forward. Uh, Mozart's my favorite uh, composer, so the two, the two week Mozart festival is is always great. I'm um, working with uh, conductors uh, Belovlavic, who is coming back. We haven't seen him in a while. Thomas Dausgaard's always a favorite, and uh, Andre Bareko. As well, I have uh, eight and a half year old uh, kids. And I'm looking forward to a couple of kids' concerts that we're going to be doing. One of them is Ratatouille, the film. And uh, also looking forward to uh, how the Gimquat found her song. Uh, <laughs> uh, one of these uh, wonderful concerts that we've done before. Fantastic. Wow. Wonderful. Jim, well, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. It was great to be here. That was Jim Wollenberg. You can catch him on the TSO stage as the 2016-17 season continues. That brings us to the end of this week's TSO podcast. Don't forget, let us know what you think of the show. Send an email to community at tso.ca or leave a note on our Facebook or Twitter pages. For more music and stories from the Toronto Symphony Orchestra, join us on Sunday night with the TSO. That's every Sunday at 8 p.m. on the new Classical FM. I'm Kathleen Kajioka. Join us next Monday for another episode of the TSO podcast. This winter, escape into music with the Toronto Symphony Orchestra. On February 1st and 2nd, the TSO joins forces with the Amadeus Choir and Elmer Eisler Singers in Gabriel Faure's soul-searching Requiem, featuring must-see performances by eminent guest vocalists Russell Braun and Karina Govan. Feel the power and passion of Faure's Requiem. Two shows only, February 1st and 2nd at Roy Thompson Hall. Don't delay. Order superb seats today at tso.ca.